I mean, there are so many tried and true productivity tips that abound for how you can get your work done. There are books, courses, articles, there are apps, everything. I mean, I have consumed a lot of them because I like this topic. And what I'm going to offer to you is that this is basically the summary of every productivity hack ever. This is it. It's three things, every single one. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. friends. So let's talk about productivity. I want to start with just saying that there are not actually that many new ideas. (laughs) I first heard this from Aminatuso, and I don't know who said it before that, but it was a joke that said that basically like somewhere around like seven days or so after the first few minutes (laughs) that humans were running around here, Um, you know, we ran out of new ideas, you know, it didn't take that long. And I think that applies that joke applies here, because everyone is constantly looking for the secret sauce of productivity. You know, how do you keep your papers going? How do you get that like two to three paper a year? How do you hit that stride, right? How do you keep your grants written? And then how are you simultaneously responding to the urgent things, you know, that come in that doesn't, in, in a way that it doesn't just like totally blow up your calendar. Also, just like, how do you not always work basically putting out fires with that that feeling of like, I'm just just working to the next external deadline and working to the next external deadline and never really feeling like you are in control, right? Of even like what you have to do that day. So, I mean, there are so many tried and true productivity tips that abound for how you can get your work done. There are books, courses, articles, there are apps, everything. I mean, I have consumed a lot of them because I like this topic. A little bit ago now, I read the book, How to Write a Lot, and it was really good. I mean, it was very good and it was short, which I appreciated. And as I was reading it, I thought there are no new ideas in here. And that is not shade at all. That is just like, this is these are the same ideas over and over and over again. And what I'm going to offer to you is that this is basically the summary of every productivity hack ever. This is it. It's three things, every single one. Number one, organize yourself. Number two, set aside time to do your tasks. And number three, actually do those tasks during the time you allotted. The end. (laughs) That's it. So why is it so hard? Consistent productivity is hard because the problem that we have is not, quote, productivity. 
And just side note, it's also not lacking ideas. It's not being underqualified. It's honestly not even having time constraints. That's not the problem. Okay. As faculty members who have decided to go into academic medicine, you are creative and generative and you are oriented towards doing more than one thing. Juggling several balls in the air at once is literally our jam. That's why we're in academic medicine because we wanted to teach and practice and, you know, be at, at grand rounds and be writing articles. Like that was what we wanted to do. We wanted to do all the things, right? So it's not that you're somehow all of a sudden like uniquely unqualified to manage multiple different things in the air. That's not true. The problem and why productivity, being consistently productive is hard. The problem is that each one of those steps in like the basic, basic, basic summary hacks of productivity, each one of those steps represents an underlying career foundation that you have either purposefully cultivated or you have neglected it by default, not because there's something wrong with you, but just by default, we don't spend time cultivating these foundations. And the problem is without these foundations, those steps, that one, two, three, they don't stick. So what I want to do today with you is take them one at a time and clarify what I'm talking about here. So number one, the first step, organize yourself. Okay, y'all, you can make all of the spreadsheets in the world. Like there was a time where I was a color-coded spreadsheet maniac, okay? But you can do all of this. You can organize yourself. But how do you prioritize everything on that list? What lens are you using to decide what's most important and what's not? Are you using just like the quantity of papers that you can get out? Are you using your mentor's priorities? Are you using promotion requirements? Are you going by like whatever mood the day brought that day? Like whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood, like, yeah, you have all the things now maybe in one place organized, but how are you prioritizing them? And is that consistent day in and day out? Or is it completely based on what's happening around you? If you don't know how to prioritize your work by your unique value, which should be the durable, consistent lens that you're using, then all the organization in the world will never translate into clarity or into efficiency because that task list will keep getting sorted and resorted and resorted by differing and often conflicting priorities day in, day out, week in, week out. Number two step, set aside time to do tasks. Okay, so you can block out times on your calendar every single week of the year. And I don't know, for those of you who are using Outlook, there's some update that happened somewhat recently to the time I'm recording this podcast where they like now they'll offer you to do focus times. Some AI called Cortana will show up in your inbox and ask you if you want to it to schedule focus times onto your calendar. So you can even like, they'll even automate this for you to find the blocks of time where you don't have meetings and things otherwise aren't happening. And let me tell you something, you can use Cortana, you could schedule every single week for the rest of the year and get nowhere because the future unknown doesn't care about your plans. (laughs) Nobody cares about those blocks of times you put down. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And The issue, the challenge there with the unexpected is that if you don't have a systematic way to make strategic decisions about your time, right? To have those blocks of time, to have this 
the strategy actually work in real time, in reality, right? Not as a theoretical thing. Then any new development that happens, i.e. literally reality, things happen all the time. It renders all of that careful planning moot. Like it just goes out the window. How many times have you set aside time or thought, oh yeah, this is definitely going to work. Something comes up, clinical care, something comes up, email from a VIP, something comes up, mentor, something comes up, family, whatever. And it's like, what was all that planning for? Because the week gets blown up. Number three, do the tasks in the time you allotted. Okay. This is the third piece of any productivity strategy. Actually do the work. When you sit down to do work, the success so the likelihood that you execute is more dependent on what happened like five minutes prior or even five hours prior and not on the importance of the task at hand, then you are never going to be consistently productive. And the issue is if that is the case and you don't have processes with how you manage your energy, how you forecast your energy, how you think about protecting your energy, then you can't count on your consistency to execute. And if you can't count on your consistency to execute, you can't actually plan your future with confidence, right? That's the thing is like, this starts out so mundane, organization, spreadsheets, and then it lands in the real. If you can't trust yourself to get it done when you want to get it done during daylight hours, during times that work for you, then it's really hard for you to plan your future and to feel good about that. Because you're either planning and wondering if you really can do it, if you'll really actually do the work, if you really actually make it happen, or you're planning knowing that you will make it happen. That This is me, I'm B. You'll, you know, old Kemi, you'll know it, you'll make it happen because you'll make it happen come hell or high water. You will make it happen without food, sleep, rest, friends. You will make it happen. But if that's the case, that certainty that will happen is not worth knowing that the way that you'll get there is a consistent real imbalance in the other things that rejuvenate you in life. And so either way, it's not a long-term solution. It's not a long-term strategy. And either way, it makes without the consistency, it really makes long-term planning really not feel good. It either feels like impossible or it feels heavy. And it feels like it's hard to know if I can really keep working this way. The success of any productivity strategy, y'all, is wholly dependent on the strength of these career foundations. And they are foundations on how you value yourself, your work, and your ideas, and how you translate that value into action. And so what I want to offer to you is that instead of trying to find the next new productivity hack, you know, trying to figure out the latest way to organize your schedule, I really want to offer you instead that what we need to do is shift your focus. And so in speaking about shifting your focus, this is what I offer to you as the actual three-step process, like not the three productivity hack process, but the actual three-step process to get into the foundations to support you in whatever productivity strategy you want to use. So number one is to decide what you care about most in your work the research that you care about most, the programming that you want to create the most, the reason why you chose academic medicine and not private practice or potentially public health, why you're in academia, what you want to build, what you want to create, literally the entire reason why you are here. 
Decide what you care about most. What are the tangible products of that thing? And then build a strategy around executing those. Number two, root your decisions in your value and your future goals and nothing else. What do I mean by that? When things come up, your decision making, your decision making is based on the entire reason that you are in academic medicine to begin with. Your decision making is based on the work that you're trying to create and the impact of that thing on that long term goal, that clear purpose that you need to be able to articulate to yourself so that you can make decisions aligned with it. When you have that and you have your future goals clarified to yourself, then it's not your decisions become, they don't become about I'm always saying yes or I'm always saying no. Neither one of those are realistic at all. I don't think either one of those extremes make any sense, especially in early career. What you need to be doing instead is taking every opportunity, taking everything really from like an opportunity to be on a committee to like, how am I responding to this interruption in this moment? And learn how for yourself, learn how to make decisions that are aligned with the value that you want to execute and the work that you want to do. And so sometimes your answer is going to be yes. And sometimes your answer is going to be no, but learning how to do that and fail and make mistakes and learn from those and keep going will hone your decision-making for the rest of your career so that you are actually building your own self-leadership skills instead of constantly bouncing and thinking about who's the next person and the next person that has to help you make decisions. Okay. That's like a whole nother podcast on decision-making, but I just like had to go there. Okay. So what we said, number one, decide what you care about most and build a strategy around it. Number two, Root your decisions in your value and your future goals and nothing else. And number three, choose courage and consistency over confidence. Always. I say this a lot. I'm not going to stop saying it. (laughs) It was a very, very, very powerful thing I learned early on in consuming content around coaching. And that is that we have got to stop waiting for confidence We've got to stop allowing your to-do list to be basically sorted by what you're most confident in and doing the most confident things first and then leaving the hardest things later. Oh, talk about setting yourself up for failure. Absolutely not. Instead, what we have to recognize is that confidence so often is a byproduct. It's a byproduct. It happens after the fact. When you don't feel confident, you don't need to go find confidence. You need to find courage to try anyway, and you need to find a commitment to stick with it, even though you don't quote, know what you're doing, or even though it feels scary, or even though there is fear, courage and commitment. That's what creates the kind of consistency that allows you to write when you're supposed to be writing, analyze your data when you're supposed to be doing that, reach out and ask for help when you get stuck. That is what you want to be consistent, consistently making progress moving forward, not getting derailed because you quote unquote, don't know enough or don't know what to do. And it's only then when you stick with that process and you see the progress that you've made, that you can then look back and say, wow, look what I just accomplished. And then you feel confident because now you've seen your own capability and you're like, yeah, I got this. So That was a short version. I'll do a podcast episode on that, but choose courage and consistency over confidence always. Ultimately, what I'm trying to tell y'all 
truly, truly about productivity because I want you to stop beating yourselves up about trying different things and having them not work or honestly not trying anything because you can't even like muster that kind of energy. It's like it takes energy to try to organize myself. I'm going to use my energy to do whatever thing I have to do this due tomorrow. And then the next day is the same. And the next day is the same. I just want to let you know, productivity is not about what you are doing. Productivity is about who you are being. It is about what you are believing. It is about the clarity that you have around why you are a faculty member, why you study and do the work that you do, why you've decided to go down a leadership path or an education path. It is goes right back to clarity around that, translating that clarity into tangible, clear, and specific goals that you are excited about. (laughs) They should be fun. And then from that place, making consistent progress week in and week out, filtering decisions as you need to filter them, setting aside time as you need to set it aside, asking for help when you do and moving forward when you don't, all of that is what results in productivity. (laughs) That's the, on the other side. And the thing about this is really great is that that means that you are actually in complete control of your productivity because you're in control of who you're being. You're in control of what you're believing. Only you know why you're really here and what you're trying to do with your career. And once you are clear and ready to stand on that, once you're ready to bet on yourself, once you are ready to recognize that the most powerful, most amazing thing that you could do for your institution is to realize the full potential of your value, then you can just choose whatever productivity you hack and let it fall into place because you will be able to organize and prioritize consistently. You will be able to break up what you need to do into manageable tasks that make sense to you. And you will be able to set aside time on your calendar and show up and do them. All right, y'all have a great week. Bye. Are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work that you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into grant-funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you have been to every career development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you are working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about. I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help early career women of color faculty in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant. 
my six-month comprehensive high-performance coaching program for high-achieving early career women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. And get that grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. We teach you productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you to build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you're ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to book a coaching consult call today by visiting kemidole.com backslash grant. After you book your call, you will complete an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that you just don't have what it takes. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to up-level your experience and your impact. Book a coaching consult today to get your career foundation score. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to book your call. Thank you.